a more beautiful way to start this afternoon's program than on such a beautiful note, praising the Prophet sallallahu and sending salutations on our beloved Nabi alayhi salatu wassalam. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome to our marriage program this afternoon and with our honorable and esteemed guest, that's the Imam at Masjid Uthani, Mawlana Sabri David's with us this afternoon. Mawlana, assalamu alaikum to you. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to the listeners as well, Mawlana. Inshallah, once again this afternoon, we're going to be uh, inspired when Mawlana gives us advice and uh, that more so with marriages. So inshallah, I can send through those SMSs, 47913. If you have any questions for Mawlana Sabri, you may send them through on 47913. That's the SMS number. And... Uh, Molina will give us uh, that advice that um, inshallah it will benefit us as you know Molina has been with us on several of these programs and alhamdulillah you always request to have Molina present and uh, we thought inshallah today why not a better day than on this very beautiful Sunday inshallah as we lead up to the month of Ramadan as yes. well Allahumma ameen Ameen Molina inshallah Khair. What? بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف المرسلين سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين رب شرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل العقدة من لساني يفقه قولي Mawlana, yes indeed you mentioned something very important and that is that we are approaching the month of Ramadan very fast now within a matter of days we can say that we will be having the first Tarawih and the first uh, uh, of Ramadan inshallah and in that spirit we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the beautiful dua made by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allahumma barik lana fi Rajab wa Sha'ban wa balighna Ramadan. Oh Allah grant us barakah in the month of Rajab and in the month of Sha'ban. And oh Allah cause us to reach, make us reach the month of Ramadan. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us reach Ramadan with full health inshallah Allahumma amin. But also with clean hearts. Uh, very very important that uh, the preparation for the month of Ramadan started by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam two months ahead of time. Mm-hmm. And so in, 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 in that vein, we need to prepare ourselves, I think, probably two years ahead, mm-hmm. given the fact that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was Habibullah. So mm-hmm. if he prepared himself two months ahead of time, mm-hmm. then where do we stand? Mm-hmm. So in that, inshallah, we ask Allah to, uh, inshallah, create in, within us the spirit for Ramadan. And when I say spirit, Mawlana, uh, apart from the very beautiful, and, and I, I really encourage this, the beautiful spirit that we have in the month of Ramadan in Cape Town. Molana, at no, at no other time do you see us sending, uh, you know, little gifts of, of, of brotherhood to our neighbors. But in the month of Ramadan, they make for all the 20 neighbors, Molana, they make some extra pannenkoek, extra kusisters, extra bolas. Okay, they say Moses and the paises are a bit dear, so they all in can. But yes, in the month of Ramadan, we can see this beautiful brotherhood. Yes. And indeed, Alhamdulillah, we ask Allah to increase that And we must never lose that quality And that even if we want to say this is a tradition Then so be it, but it's a beautiful tradition mm-hmm. That we send cookies to, to the neighbors And we send gifts with the intention That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala must reward us all Inshallah, Allah mm-hmm. ma'amin mm-hmm. Well, without much further ado We want to jump right in at the deep end of our topic mm-hmm. And mention that marriage in Islam is a holy institution it's a sacred institution And that is by virtue Besides the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Mentions in the Holy Quran A'udhu billahi min ash-shaytan ar-rajim Wa min ayatihi an khalaqa lakum min anfusikum azwaja Litaskunu ilayha Wa ja'ala baynakum mawaddata wa rahma Inna fi thalika la ayati liqawmi yatafakkarun And this, is, uh, this comes in, 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 in Surah 30 of uh, Ayat number 21 
By virtue of that, Allah says it's of the signs of Allah. It's of those things that we have to be respected and revered because Allah has instituted this. But besides this ayah, by virtue of the fact, Mulana, and I always make this example when we have a nikah, that for all those things which Allah detests and dislikes and, 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 and doesn't, Allah's not very, you know, Allah doesn't like it, Allah has not made the rules. The example that we take is a simple example of theft. As a man gaat steal, Maulana, there's no rule that says he must, he must steal with his right hand. Or he must have abdas when he steals. Imagine, or he must say bismillah before he steals, and when he's finished stealing, he must say alhamdulillah. You know? So, so there's no such rules. Similarly, you know, one can take any other example. It's the gambling. He goes to the, to the, to the uh, tote. And there's no rule that says before you, uh, you know, tick off your numbers, you must say Bismillah. Uh, there's no rule that says you must go to a certain tote, you must stand in a certain direction, etc., etc. You must have a ghuzl and all these things. There's no rules for haram. Mm-hmm. And we can, the list can go on. But when it comes to halal and those things which Allah loves, then there's plenty of rules. Why? Because Allah wants those institutions that Allah has made halal and beloved to Allah, Allah wants us to perfect it. Hence, Allah has given the rules through the Quran, through Nabi Muhammad for us to perfect our ibadah and to perfect those things which Allah loves. The ex-salah, for example, Mulana, we can't say now, okay, are we going to make asr now one time? Because the waqt of asr is not in, there's a rule. We can't make salah without wudu, there's a rule. We can't face any direction, there's a rule. And so we can go on, puasa the same thing. We can't start puasaing now, because you puasa mutvi zin imam for Ramadan. Oskar in Nauhan, for example, siyarat ikhaz manuf khajni, we have to go at the time when Hajj is due. I can't say, okay, I have to have the, uh, you know, the, 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 the haram clothing. Mm-hmm. So there are rules, Maulana, and similarly, when it comes to ziwaj uh, and nikah in Islam, there are many, many rules. In fact, it comes very, very small, short ayat, but it comes in great volumes once you live through it. And uh, this, by virtue of all these rules, Malana, the marriage has become very sacred in Islam. Mm. So that should be our approach to marriages, that I am busy with an ibadah, an institution that Allah mentions, وَمِنْ آيَاتِهِ And of the signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that Allah has created for us uh, mates, you know, from mm. ourselves. And the mate is not the Afrikaans mate, Malana. <laughs> it's a maiki, a mat. Allah it forms mate, yeah. a maiki gemaak. So in order that we can find peace and calm with this uh, mate of ours, okay, let's just say with this partner of ours, mm-hmm. so, so Allah has placed this in our hearts and this institution that we can find that peace and solace. Unfortunately, um, a good majority of marriages are unfortunately um, not you know, uh, under that banner when it comes to peace and calm and tranquility. And uh, yes, Maulana, I don't know if the statistics say anything, but I can certainly tell you that from my side, and I'm sure I speak for many imams who handle many, many uh, marriage uh, matters, that uh, the statistics are becoming alarming, Maulana. Yeah. Yes. Um, can we, uh, well, I want to proceed. No, we can, we can answer the SMS. Okay. Uh, it's fine, um, so there's some right. SMSs that came through, and, and it says that, I uh, hope all well, inshallah, I gave my wife a talaq. We do have kids. I'd like to know how do one calculate the amount of monies that I need to give her for Idda period. Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. First of all, the straightforward question to the brother is that there's no amount that can be attached. Right? There's no set amount because, number one, there are many, many considerations. One consideration definitely is that uh, the um, cost of living and inflation increases all the time. 
So if I decide, let's just for, as, as you know, off the cuff example, as Oshie Echifadach, 500 Rand. By the end of the year, that 500 Rand will not suffice for the needs of the child. So I would go from this premise, Molana, and to the respected listener. The child needs to get as much as the child needs. And the needs must not be confined to, to, to bare necessities such as food, clothing, and, 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 and shelter. There are many other needs that children have. For mm-hmm. example, Molana, if that youngster, if his youngster, for example, plays soccer as, as, you know, as, as a means of spending his free time also, then the father has to see to it that the, that particular aspect is covered. If the child gets sick, then that aspect has to be covered. So one cannot set an amount. Rather, I would say, that come to an uh, amicable agreement with the with the wife that from time to time there may be a need to increase the money and therefore we cannot set an amount. Mm-hmm. And it is difficult because Sharia does not set an amount of money. Sharia rather just says that we should look at the needs of the children. Also a reminder to the respected listener, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bring peace in their hearts after the talaq. Mm-hmm. And even one can even make dua that Allah must reunite them. And mm-hmm. inshallah Allah must reconcile them because uh, it is not indeed, it is not a very pleasant experience for the children. But uh, also uh, bearing in mind that the nafaqa for the children remain in, in place until for males, uh, they become self-sufficient, hmm. and of course, under, for females, until they, uh, they, bec- they they get married, because now the nafaka becomes the responsibility of the husband. Hmm. So yes, uh, indeed, uh, respected listener, there is no fixed amount uh, saved to say that whatever the child needs, the child is entitled to. Okay, hope that answered your question for you, inshallah. Inshallah. Um, I think Mullah can continue. Inshallah. Yes, inshallah. Khair. So Mullah, after we've established this, we, we realize then that uh, the institution is holy, it is a sacred institution, and therefore I have to behave. And that is just putting it you know, as, as plainly as we can. Mm. Because Allah also says, Allah has placed amongst you or between you great love and great mercy. And this is perhaps also one of the aspects of our marriages that is very missing. The love might be there. And again, I'm saying, you know, I, in, in counseling, when I, when I do counseling, I try to steer away from using the word love. Because, Molana, love is an emotion you cannot counsel. If it is not there, it is not there. Yet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that Allah has placed that love. So now the example that we make, what makes a couple stay together for 20, 30, 40 years? That infatuation phase of I'm in love with you, your eyes are red or your eyes are blue and the angels know I love you, that phase is finished, Maulana. What mm-hmm. remains after that is pure love. So what the couple experiences after 20, 30 years is pure love. And that perhaps love does not necessarily mean agreement with everything. Love does not necessarily mean that, 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 that we will never argue, we will never have differences and we will never have a difference of opinion. This is not love. Mm-hmm. Love is merely to say that I want you for the rest of my life with me. So sometimes that love, unfortunately, is affected by 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 surroundings. So one doesn't, one cannot bring back love, but what can one can bring back some affection. And therefore, it is important that we realize that the love that Allah refers to here is that everlasting, you know, that love for life. So, so Allah's places rahma also between couples and uh, you know a mercy, and this is very very important, Molana, because some couples dysfunction and there's no affection, but also no mercy. Wife can be sick, husband doesn't care. Husband can 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 lie dying, wife doesn't care. Um, they, they don't have feelings and affection, and indeed the emotions have diminished, and that is why it is important for us to return to Quran, because Allah says that, that in that. 
you know, in, in, in what Allah stated and in this whole marriage, there is signs for those people who constantly contemplate and reflect on what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made fard upon us. So, so, so that is the scenario and the backdrop against which a marriage should be approached. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also mentions that it is nafsi wahida. It is Allah who has created you from a single soul. And from this single soul, Allah made from it its, its, its mate, you know, its partner. Why? In order that the partner must attain that calm and that peace towards his partner and towards her partner. You understand? So in other words, this is emphasized that peace and that tranquility within a marriage, it is emphasized in Quran. And so against this backdrop, inshallah, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us this understanding of exactly the position of marriage in Islam. And therefore Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam such uh, you know, insight and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam guidance uh, where Allah, where the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentions khairukum khairukum li ahlihi wa ana khairukum li ahli The best of you are those who are the best to their wives and to their families. And I, without, of course, without fakhr, bila fakhr, without boasting, Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, and I am the best uh, towards my family. Mm-hmm. Um, just to uh, break my line here, there's, uh, there's another SMS that came through. I think it's a lead from the previous one. It says, my, the first question you answered now, I do not have kids. My wife wants monies now. How much do I have to give her for the for the Idda period? Okay. During the uh, Idda period, according to Imam Shafi, rahimahullah, the husband is still responsible for nafaka upon the wife. And uh, again, there is no set amount. Uh, just as is there, just as there is no set amount within the marriage, uh, in terms of I only give my wife two thousand rand for the month or whatever it is, there is no set amount after the talaq as well. Um, so it is difficult. Suffice to say that the needs, um, the the three major aspects of ta- of, of of nafaka that come into play here are sukna, which is the uh, accommodation, and then of course food. And clothing in those three primary ways, husband still has to continue. Probably, I would probably say a safe approach would be to continue how the way he has done it in the marriage, and not to increase or decrease it now. When the idda comes to an end, of course, then his responsibility of nafaka towards her also comes to an end. It is awfully difficult to attach an amount because what is good for me, perhaps Molana, what I can afford, what I think is is a good amount, might not be a good amount for for the next person. Mm-hmm. So uh, again, based on his ability, on his financial ability, because Quran clearly says that for the rich man, spend as much as you can, and for the poor man, spend as much as you can. So therefore, the the, the gentleman should, inshallah, spend that which I feel is reasonable. That which is reasonable in terms of giving her decent clothing for the period. And of course the wife must now also find out all of a sudden, you know, tuntah nivel rocker. Now let's be reasonable here. Mm-hmm. What he has given her during the marriage probably would be would suffice during the Ida period as well because yes. it is only a, uh, for the sake of discussion, a three month uh, period. So therefore I would go, you know, that what is reasonable but also a continuation merely of, of, of what has happened through the through the marriage uh, when they were married in fact mm-hmm. yes inshallah i think what we're going to do we're going to go for our uh, break very quickly and uh, inshallah we're going to come back uh, so remember that sms line it's four seven nine one three if you have any questions pertaining to marriages uh, you may forward them to malana sabri davids it's four seven nine one three inshallah so do stay tuned
program here on the voice of the cape 91.3 i'm asam kasim with my guest maulana sabri davids alhamdulillah shukran for your questions as well and uh, let me go through some of those questions remember the sms line it's 47913 the following questions or following uh, comments rather it says that uh, salam sheikh so true sheikh my husband hurt me deeply but i'm staying out of rahman and mercy it's not easy sheikh but it's get better with time and it uh, the person says shukran sheikh and uh, the next one it says um, salam gentlemen shukran again for much needed topic um, this is the question part now he says both husband and wife work to husband just buy food and keep rest of his money or should he get pocket money and leave leave rest of salary with wife have two kids okay bismillah rahman rahim uh, again uh, shukran to all the listeners for the response it is indeed appreciated um on the question of the husband and wife both working we must remember that irrespective whether the wife is a millionaire billionaire trillionaire or zillionaire <laughs> and i don't know what other names you get molana irrespective of how much the wife earns the responsibility of nafaqa is squarely on the shoulders of the husband whether we like it or not whether we agree with it or not and whether we want to do it or not the responsibility of nafaqa is upon the husband in islam and and, and this whole notion of the husband bringing the salary home we must remember that the, there is no regulation as far as bringing the salary and giving it to the wife there is mm-hmm. no regulation like that the husband must just see to it that the needs of the wife and children are fulfilled mm-hmm. but of course in our understanding and, and and even in my own case also i prefer that my wife works with the money Mm. Because Molana, they are much better economists than than the than the males. This is fair, Mr. Molana. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, women who just simply work better yeah. with money, and 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 whether we like it or not. So what we usually have in an in in an ideal or usual setup is that the husband comes home, he gives the card or the salary. In the old days, it used to be pay packets. Mm. You know, the husband used to get his money in cash in a pay packet, and nowadays it's EFT and all these things. Yeah. So now he gives the card or the salary to the wife. Whether she gives him pocket money or not, now we must understand also. The husband is a man. He also gets hungry during the day. He also gets thirsty during the day. Mm. He also has certain other needs. For example, if he needs to throw petrol in his car, he needs to have money. Mm. If he needs to buy a cold drink, he needs to have money. So it should rather be an arrangement as opposed to wanting to introduce a rule. It should be an arrangement. Listen, I'm going to give you all my money, but if I need money i will ask you for money or i will tell you listen i need some of my money by the way mm-hmm. we need to point that out <laughs> it is not her money she needs to realize that he's giving it to her in good faith in this understanding that my angel my darling i give you this money and i ask of you to budget with it as far as you can as good as you can and as best as you can and also at the same time it doesn't remain her personal property she must remember that mm-hmm. that money that he gives 
is becomes the property of the family as such yes. and he is part of his family so he's entitled to some of his own money but at the same time also once we say that the husband must give his salary to the wife this is not a rule um, it, it, it is not a rule that husband uh, comes home and gives off his pay packet rather he should see that needs are sufficed so we want to tell that respected listener that um, if the husband requires money and needs money, of course he's entitled to have money in as much as when the wife requires and needs money, she's also entitled. Because we must remember in Islam, um, that the, what goes against her is also for her. The rules that apply to her um, are the rules that apply to him as well. And so therefore, in, 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 in concluding, we want to say that no, you don't have to give him pocket money as such, but indeed when he does require money, obviously he's entitled to mm. get some of his money, inshallah. Yes, yes, inshallah. The next one, <coughs> excuse me, the following one, it says, uh, my husband believes I must always listen to him and not question his authority. Um, <coughs> she says, I don't think this is fair. He does what he wants, when he wants, and he will go. Um, uh, talking to me That's the second part of this Okay Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim I think uh, we must uh, There's one There's one enemy that we have Molina, And that is the enemy of, of Dogmatic interpretation mm. And perhaps this is an instance Of, 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 of dogmatic interpretation uh, The Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Has mentioned That if he was able To To To, uh, to, to Command any human being mm. With sujood for another human being he would have commanded the wives to make sujood for their husband, right? So now, many of us dogmatically and fanatically interpret uh, this hadith as the wife has to be so subservient that she almost had to make sujood. So she almost had to make sajida for the husband. And this is an incorrect interpretation. Mm -hmm. It is not as mm -hmm. if the, the wife, we must remember that Islam came uh, let us just uh, step back for a moment and say, uh, Molana, that one of the emancipations, for example, uh, in, in many instances, uh, Ramadan included, if the person has has uh, eaten, for example, for no apparent reason, hmm. the approach is all, or one of the kafaras that the person has to pay is setting free a slave. So slavery was even given that status where it can actually uh, happen as an atonement for something that we did wrong. Hmm. So Islam has placed great emphasis on freedom and of, uh, on abolishing slavery. Somehow, or s uh, somehow our husbands seem to sometimes interpret our wives as being their slaves. Mm. So, so, so that submissiveness and that subservience is not a slave. Also, it is not a dictatorship that, 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 is, that is encouraged. Because sometimes the husband is simply a dictator. We need to rid the world of dictators. Mm. That ta'a, that obedience that is referred to there is that ta'a in the awamirillah. In those commands or those things which include the commands of Allah. A simple example is that if the husband tells the wife, it is time to make salah, you must go make salah. And she disobeys him in that instance. That is called nushuz. It mm. comes in Quran. Then in that in instance he can admonish her in whatever sharia allows. But not in the, in the instance when he says Gaat maak vir my kopie tea nie Of, 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 of strik my broek nie As hy van mooi vir a um, 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 Gave sal sy my broek strik kan hulle Met mooiigheid, hy gaat sê dit met mooiigheid doen vir hom And sometimes the wives uh, You know, we, we force them we, 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 we rob them of the humanity 
dan voelt die vrouw, sy is maar net een object in die huis, and this is not right. Hmm. So the subservience is only in the commands of Allah. As, the, as die man vir die vrou sê, uh, die blousie wat jy aan het, of die rok wat jy aan het, die nekkes kaal, ek command vir jou, and he's got that right to do it, hmm. ek command vir jou om het uit te trek. This is what the subservience is all about. It is not the subservience that as sy spring, as hy sê, if he says jump, then she has to ask how high. Mm. No, this is not the case. <laughs> she has to tell him, if Allah says I must jump, I will jump. Because la ta'a fi ma'asiyatillah, there's no mm. obedience in the disobedience of Allah. So we must emphasize to that particular uh, caller and to all of us, that the, obe- uh, the subservience in Islam to the husband is when it comes to the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it's not as if the husband is the Lord, and now he walks and the Lord has walked in and, and everyone else must bow down. This is not the case. Because the example is Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa What Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Aisha anha was asked, uh, what was the character of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa She said, al-Quran. That his character was Quran. Is this what Quran preaches to us? Definitely not. And the, if it, is this the image of Islam and of marriage in Islam that we want to project? And no wonder the world is, is saying so many things about Islam and about marriages and about Islam oppressing women. It's because mm-hmm. us men create that impression. Mm-hmm. Now, um, there's another question here, Mawla. It says, uh, Assalamu alaikum, I was married to a uh, Mawlana. Now, at this time, I'm not working and I have only one of five children by me. Um, by Sharia, must he support this child? Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Um, yes, uh, um, we just want to say irrespective of who it is, whether the person is of what status, uh, after the talaq, the nafaqa of the child continues. The nafaqa of the child continues until the child is either if it's a male self-sufficient, as we have mentioned earlier, or if it's a female, until the child is uh, married one day, then the nafaqa becomes the responsibility of the husband. But indeed, whether irrespective of what status the person is, irrespective of you know, what the title may be, the responsibility remains intact. Mm-hmm. Okay, shukran Mulna. That's uh, the questions that we have up until then now. Okay, inshallah. So let us continue, inshallah, Mulana, by mentioning that uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has placed, uh, placed great emphasis on the importance of how husbands should treat wives. Allah specifically mentioned, uh, you know, this orders to, to husbands where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, A'udhu billahi rajim wa bil ma'roof. Treat your wives with goodness and kindness. And we will notice, Mawlana, all or most of the ayat pertaining to marriage, the words uh, bil ma'roof come with goodness and kindness, goodness and kindness, goodness and kindness. And then Allah says, فَإِن كَرِهْتُمُوهُنَّ فَعَسَىٰ أَن تَكْرَهُ شَيْئًا وَيَجْعَلَ اللَّهُ فِي خَيْرًا كَثِيرًا Sometimes we dislike something in the wife, that is fine, as if I am perfect. Hmm. And then Allah says, but don't worry, man. If you see something negative, look at her, and you may find وَيَجْعَلَ اللَّهُ And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala places much good in that thing that we find dislikeful, you know, distasteful, we, we dislike. And so therefore it is our responsibility and our duty to also look at, at, at the qualities, at the good qualities of our spouses, and not only at the negative qualities. And of course, uh, we are reminded again of this hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, where he says, I am the best to my spouses. Just imagine if Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam treated his wives with such beauty, with such affection, with such love, even romance. Uh, the incident of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam placing something, a morsel of food in the mouth of Aisha radiallahu anha. Today, this is one of the most romantic things to do. Yet, this was in the life of our role model and 
we don't follow suit. And of course, Molana, we don't now need so the yellow wouldn't be. And if Arama Farosa Munari Fro, Arama Faro got choked, you know. Allah yes. Akbar. <laughs> yes, inshallah. So you said through your SMS, it's 47913. If you do have any questions for our honorable guest, that's Molana Sabri Davids with us here this afternoon. And uh, remember that number, it's 47913. What we're going to do, we're going to go for our little break at this time. And uh, inshallah, Mo uh, Timo is with us this afternoon, our technician. Um, so inshallah, he'll bring us back after these few ads. Introducing that very beautiful track uh, as it's also um, part of um, our intro to this program And this is a very special program where we look at your marriages And inshallah, if you do have any questions, you must welcome to send them to 47913 um, Just a question here, Molana, I see it's um, something with regards to Shaban It says, uh, Salam, when are the best days in Shaban to be fasting? Shukran Okay, Molana, can I respectfully ask, inshallah, that we, that we uh, just... Uh, uh, you know, not skip the question, but that because there are many riwayat, yeah, and uh, but we of course know that one riwayat says that in the month of Ramadan, one Sahabi says that the Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam fasted so much that we thought he's never going to eat, and then there was uh, in the and then sometimes he used to eat so such that we thought he won't fast in the month of Shaaban. So what essentially what it is saying is that uh, fast as much as we can. But of course, you've got the Sunnah days, the Mondays and Thursdays, also your Sunnah days. And then, of course, the Ayyah, what we call the Ayyam Bid, the white days. Um, you know, we, we, the middle of the month when it is yeah. full moon, that we uh, fast those days as well. But of course, any other fast is welcome, especially in the month of Shaban, inshallah. Yes. Well, then, there's some questions again pertaining to our marriages. It says, Yeah, I'm 44, uh, have never been married, no kids. How do I meet gentlemen looking for a wife? Subhanallah, so, Mawlana, <laughs> we're becoming a dating service now. Allah Akbar. Yes, indeed, respected sister. May Allah give your husband Jannatul Firdaus. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give you solace and sabr in your heart, inshallah. As for how do you get a husband, my dear sister? I don't have any idea, Mawlana, how the sister can get a husband because I never found a husband for myself. So, <laughs> suffice to say that inshallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has already decided if the sister and who the sister is going to get married to. So uh, one advice we can give inshallah sabr. Um, and of course it is, not, it is not haram, it is not taboo to ask around um, mm-hmm. that if there's any eligible gentleman who's interested in a lady. How many children, Molana? N- she's never been married, she oh. has no kids at all. Oh, oh Marv, I thought the, uh, the husband passed away. And she's yeah. 44 already, Molana. 44. If there's any eligible gentleman, maybe the sister can, you know, provide voice of the cape with a number. And then if there's any eligible gentleman <laughs> yes. who wants, uh, has interest in, in, in our sister, then inshallah, I'm sure yeah. that uh, or, there will or, be some. Or if there's some, uh, maybe some Buddha there at the masjid, Molana, I don't know, maybe one of your musallis there at, at the masjid. Yeah, we have one musalli there, but he's 89 years old, 89 Molana. 89 years old, so he <laughs> doesn't have the 44-year-old with one 89-year-old. <laughs> 
But inshallah, inshallah. I'm, I'm we sure that well, inshallah. Yes, all the best inshallah. inshallah amen. The next one that says Salam, I went on my husband's Facebook page and he told his ex girlfriend that he promised her they will be together. Um, let me just get back into that one quickly. Let me remove the refresh button. So it's about a ex Molina. Uh, a man that's on Facebook with his ex. Let me just see if I can get to that. Um, I went on my husband's Facebook page. He told his ex-girlfriend that he promised her they will be together in the year after. I was so hurt. What do I do? You know, Molana, Friday night in, in, in our marriage class, uh, we, we, we mentioned uh, we are currently busy in our class with the rights of husband and wife. And uh, one of the rights that a wife has is the right to justice. And we discussed that in length, uh, you know, in our marriage class on Friday night. One of the things, and uh, unfortunately I don't have it, uh, you know, with me, but one of the du'as in Aisha radiallahu anha says that the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa was the most just and most fair. Now the justice referred to here is that justice between two wives. And I'll mm-hmm. come to the point, inshallah. So Sina Aisha radiallahu anha says that the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam made a du'a something to this effect, Mawlana, and I ask forgiveness to the readers and I ask mouth to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if I'm misquoting. But the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Allahumma hadha qasmi. Oh Allah, whatever I spend in terms of what I give my wives and in terms of the time that I spend with them, that, that is, oh Allah, what I have control over. Right? I, what I have control over. وَلَا تَلُمْنِي And do not blame me, O Allah, for that which ma la amliku for that which I have no control over. Mm-hmm. And referring to that, uh, one of the commentators in the kitab of, uh, uh, of Abu Dawud, rahimahullah, Imam Abu Dawud, rahimahullah, says that the Nabi Sallallahu refers there to the heart. He has no control over the heart in terms of the emotions that develop. What we need the sister to realize is that if the husband has promised this young lady, whoever it may be, and I want to also just stop Mullen and say, why has Facebook become the place for dirty laundry? Why has Facebook now become, and it is often public, it's read by thousands of people, and all of a sudden my business becomes everyone's business. We should stop this, Molana. We should use Facebook to spread din. I have a Facebook page. Wallahi, anyone can go into it. Mm-hmm. It's E-double-S-D-double-E. They can go into my Facebook page. I even started a Facebook page for our masjid. Uh, so many ulama have Facebook pages, but we don't air our dirty laundry in this, you know, on, 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 on Facebook. Be that as it may, if the husband has those feelings for the ex, why doesn't he just marry her? But at the same time, you know, how I don't think the lady should overreact in this way that what guarantee does he have that he will even enter Jannah? Mm. You know? And and what guarantee does he have that, that his ex will be in Jannah? And 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 by virtue of the communication between the two of them, it it says that in this world he inclines more to her by saying that I want you over there. Mm. It means I, I would so much want to hear also. Perhaps the husband is living a lie. Mm-hmm. And he shouldn't live a lie, Molana. And therefore I want to urge that husband that, you know, don't live a lie, just come out, come clean. Mm-hmm. But the lady mustn't become too emotional about it because really the husband perhaps does have, does have feelings for someone else. And, and, and that is something that unfortunately we are not saying, yes, it's okay to, to have feelings within your marriage. No, we are not saying that. But the fact that he knew this lady before he got married to his wife says a lot, Molana. Mm. So I would suggest that the lady opens up with him and says, well, how can you put, even if you have those feelings, and again, Molana, love is something we cannot counsel. We cannot remove or uh, we cannot instill. But then we can keep it secret. Mm. Because what you don't know, 
won't hurt you. Mm-hmm. So if the lady doesn't know that, she wouldn't have felt hurt. But inshallah, maybe they should just, uh, you know, uh, co- uh, the husband should have caution and he should have wisdom. Some things you just conceal and just keep it to yourself. Mm-hmm. It is better because you hurt nobody. But the moment it comes out, whether in writing, whether in social media, and whether in, in, in speech, uh, the moment it comes out, sometimes it hurts too many people around us. Yeah. So be careful what we say. Absolutely. Um, it says here, um, Salam, we have four sons. My husband never opens the Quran and only makes maghrib when he feels like, like it. What do I do? Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Of course, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant that uh, husband and all those who don't make salah, may Allah grant them the raghba and the motivation towards salah. The example that we make, Maulana, the salah is, bl- uh, not making salah is blatant refusal to serve Allah. There's simply no excuse. We know Sharia says that if the person cannot stand, he can sit, and if he cannot sit, he can lie down. And if he cannot lie down, you know, move his entire body, then he can move his head. And so there's no excuse for salah. I think that lady, inshallah, uh, continue to encourage your husband, give him the virtues of salah instead of giving him the punishments for not making salah. But very essential and very important also that by virtue of having four children, that husband should realize that in van die daar sy opa, dan maak jy nog altyd die salah nie. Dan so baie nie nog altyd die. So vir hoe lang gaat ons nog nie ons salah maak nie? Vir hoe lang gaat ons nie meer vir Allah, uh, you know, and, and, uh, I'm sorry to, to be so very base and so plat molene, but by virtue van ons salah, ons gee vir Allah minder het. Allah kan maar nou wacht, en wacht tot wanneer ons sestag is, miskien as ek lisse, dan gaat ek so baie as ek sestag is. Maar nou Allah het ek nie lis vir jou nie, because my, my, my liewe is aan die gauw. This is Unfortunately, a downfall in many, many marriages. Um, as far as, um, you know, one doesn't want to break up the marriage because of that. Because maybe there's no need to break up the Maybe it's a good marriage. So one doesn't want to break up the marriage. But one should, I would actually suggest that the lady goes to the local imam of the area also and ask the imam to speak to the husband and uh, tell the husband that, look, I, I really have this concern that you must also enter Jannah. That you must show an example, give an example to our children. You must lead our children by example. So inshallah, I would encourage a lady to continue to encourage her husband with goodness, with kind words, with wisdom. You know, don't criticize him for not making salah. But also I think maybe the lady should just call him when he's very calm, in a good mood one evening, call him aside with the children and say that it's not only me that is observing that you don't make salah, it is your children also. Please, whatever your name is, uh, you know, for the sake of discussion, Fulan, just say, please, Fulan, now's the time. So speak nicely to him, encourage him, and give him the virtues, and don't criticize him, inshallah. Mm-hmm. The next question, it says, Assalamu alaikum, Sheikh uh, Maulana, I'm a housewife taking care of children. I, for three years, not received anything from my husband, not for birthdays, anniversaries, or special on occasion. Can I go out and work for myself? I feel like a maid. I honestly don't feel like a woman anymore. Shukran. Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Indeed, that, that, that sister has expressed the plight of many, many ladies, many, many married ladies. Allah wat gefat for servants in lacrinics. Once, many years ago, I was present when, and, and uh, in van die ouwe imams, jy gaat hier die name mention nie. Maaf, ek vraag maaf. And this imam came to the home of these people, they had an issue, and the imam het gekom, en ek was, ek was teenswoordig gewees. En die iets wat die imam gaan sê, die tijd, en ek sal het nooit vergiet nie, 
is dat die man moet even voor die vrouw sak heel gee. As jy mooi kyk, Molana, as a matter of fact, I, I have a, 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 a clip that I received, it's on YouTube, and I'm not sure the title of the clip, where they created a job, where they created a job, and they told the, the applicants that this job doesn't pay anything, mm. um, it's a 24, with the interviews, it's a 24-hour, 24-7 job, you must have various skills, you must have counseling skills, you must have medical skills, you must have social work skills, you must have uh, teaching skills, you must have all these skills, a little bit of everything, you must be a chef, uh, you know, uh, above the rest, you must be a person that has good taste for decor. You might, and they added to this resume of this person, and some people applied. And then when they interviewed the people, they told the people, we forgot to mention that it's a 24-7 job, 365 a, a, a year. And then the people asked, uh, what kind of a job is this? And then they said, well, you actually, you have been having someone like that in your life all the time. You should, you should take an example from that person. And then this person asked, who are you referring to? And then they said, we are referring to mothers all over the world. Mm -hmm. We are referring to housewives all, the, all over the world. They are child minders. Uh, later on, they become crest teachers. Later on, they become uh, school teachers. They are laundry experts. They are ironing experts. They are cooking experts. They are cleaning experts. They are experts in every field. When the child falls, she has to be a medical expert. When the child needs emotional support, she has to be, you know, there for emotional support, a therapist. When the child feels a bit depressed, even when the husband comes from work, by a okay, what do we take our wives for? So certainly, perhaps one cannot, um, in monetary value, say, okay, give for die vrou, die of die of die. But some, the lady is entitled, or she needs some money, uh, cash, that she can buy little things for herself. Hmm. A vrou is a toiletries, Molana. I mean, a vrou weet wat sy wil hee, uh, you know, in terms of her personal hygiene. A vrou weet wat sy need in terms van haar toiletry and, and, and needs, for example. Underwear ook as an example. The wife maybe wants to buy her own underwear at the shop of her choice, at the color of her choice. Red is a nice color, by the way. She, you know, maybe she wants to do things, little things for him. Maybe she wants to do things in his home for him. Misschien wil sy a teetje bak, maar dan nou verpas teetje bak. But sy het nie geld om het te doen nie. So, so, it is just fair that the woman gets recognition but apart from just recognition, some monetary appreciation. Nie noodwendig a wages nie, because as hy moet iemand krem, achter sy kinders te kijk, molle, en hy gaat honderde rante betaal, jake man. As hy moet iemand krem, sy kinders te, die therapie te gee, as hy moet sê, die presvol, hy gaat honderde rante betaal. So, indeed, I want to agree with the lady that she's entitled to some form of remuneration in terms of the services that she has rendered to that husband and family for all her life. Mm -hmm. um, it seems that we only have two minutes left, Molana. You said this, oh yeah. Can, if, we, if we should take a question, or if Molana, I just want to wrap up now in this, in this last uh, Molana, I think our time is actually against us. Um, yeah. Inshallah, we also invite the ladies. Um, Molana, if I may give my number on air, mm -hmm. um, uh, uh, people are free to watch at me. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, my BB is giving some issues now. Okay. So, uh, but my number is 084. But again, I want to ask, maybe Molana, on second thought, I think uh, maybe I will just leave it with reception rather. Okay. Um, because uh, I'm saying this with a great amount of respect, but sometimes people don't respect your privacy and your private time. Mm. And they call you sometimes, you know, for sometimes unnecessary things late at night. So I'd rather prefer that uh, anyone who has issues or they can contact Voice of the Cape who will discreetly, of course, uh, yeah. give my number. Molana, in conclusion, we want to say that if indeed we, are prof we profess to follow that 
Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And who is that Prophet? Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam walks in the streets of Medina and he tells one Sahabi, you know what? I can take you now to Makkah and I will show you a stone, a rock that greeted me with Assalamu alaika ya Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam before I came uh, became a Prophet. This is the Prophet that we follow. If we profess to follow that Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, then indeed charity begins at home. We need to start being nicer at home with our families and less nice outside, uh, you know, because the, uh, the, the, the situation is in the reverse. We want to wrap up and say that we wish our listeners well for the month of Ramadan, inshallah. And uh, we also want to ask and beg that the du'as be, you know, be made for us and for the entire ummah, inshallah, specifically for the people of Syria, our brothers and sisters in Palestine also. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for khair and nur, inshallah. والحمد لله رب العالمين سبحان الله وبحمده سبحانك اللهم وبحمدك نشهد أن لا إله إلا أنت نستغفرك ونتوب إليك